You are listening to DFPN, the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. If you'd like to advertise with us or have a great podcast idea that needs a home, please reach out to us at podcastdatfeeling at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your favorite podcasts. And always remember to question the answers. Go get it. Welcome, everybody, once again to another installment of I Said What I Said, Don't At Me. Now, this episode is brought to you by the dope people over at That Feeling Podcast. Wherever you search your podcast or listen to your podcast at, all you got to do in the search bar is just type That Feeling, and all of our podcasts, all the content on there will just pop up. And like I said, you can choose from sports talk, uh, wrestling, we got uh, real world issues. We got, you know, point of views. Uh, I mean, it's just whatever you want on there. We got hip hop on there. We got actual DJs in that feeling that produce a set throughout the week. You can just set it, chill, do what you got to do. I mean, you stuck in the house anyway. You might as well have some good content. So we'll go over and search that feeling wherever you get your podcast from and thank me later. All right. Um, speaking on hip hop, uh, I am recording this at 2.38 Sunday morning. And the reason why is because Saturday night, let me, let me just give, first of all, shout out to, uh, whatever movement Timbaland and Swiss Beat started on Instagram. So they got this thing where I think once a week, Usually on a Saturday, they have two, I want to say icons, but they have two uh, artists uh, go back and forth and they compete. Uh, I think the first one was kind of Swiss Beats and Timbaland. Um, They're kind of playing beats. One will play a beat, the other will play a beat. And they go back and forth and they kind of have the individuals in the room kind of pick winners and whatnot. They're called Versus. It's a series called Versus now. And it's been going on for about a month every Saturday. So it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. It was a uh, Timbaland and Swiss. Um, then it was like a uh, Scott Scorch and Scott Storch <laughs> and Manny Fresh. And then it was uh, T-Pain and um, Lil John. And then today, today was the one I was looking most forward to because they had two of the most iconic producers in hip hop. And when I say iconic producers, it's more people who are hip hop heads kind of know who they are. Like they produce some um commercial uh songs and stuff. Um but they had RZA and DJ Premier and Lord Jesus. If that was not a movement, if that was not food for the soul, um like, if you truly love and understand hip-hop, this IG Live was what you needed. And if anything, it just made you realize why you love hip-hop. And I'm not saying that the casual hip-hop fan is not going to 
enjoy what they do and everything. Um, I was looking at it like this and follow me. Um, when I listen to hip hop nowadays, like there's not really a hip hop station, right? There's not really a station dedicated to playing hip hop um, unless you get Sirius XM. And even when I had Sirius XM and they had a hip hop station, they would just play normally shit that's on the radio, right? And so, I mean, I canceled my Sirius XM three years ago. And these cats are still trying to hit me up, emailing me. Uh, they don't call anymore. They used to be calling me, and I'd just be shutting them down. But now they send junk mail and email and everything. I'm not going back to you, Sirius XM. I got Amazon Unlimited. Um, you could you could just play that anywhere. Um, so I'm fine, right? Um, they're like, what about the talk radios? We got Beatles State. Like, Beatles? Beatles? Come on, bruh. Like, if... First of all, SiriusXM, if you can't monitor what I've been listening to, like, you, you know I ain't listening to no Beatles. I ain't checking for no Beatles. And if I did want to listen to Beatles, I just listen to it on Amazon. So, I mean, it's like, what's the point? Leave me alone, Sirius. Damn, I'm not coming back. Worse than an ex-girlfriend. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. God, but I really hate junk mail. Anyway, but, I mean, it's it's one of those things where... I forgot where I was going anyway, but this whole, this thing was just amazing. Like you, you can't sit down and just tune into something and just listen to old hip hop. Like they had nineties hip hop and I mean, hip hop as a whole. And I mean, it's, it's one of the, again, this is just my take. That's why it's, I said what I said. Don't at me. If you're wondering what the drink is for tonight, it's a Ciroc summer colada with a Tropicana, Pineapple mango juice. And let me tell you, it is lit, lit, litty. <laughs> anyway, but hip hop is one of those. It's like the, the music of hip hop is just always evolving. I, I don't know if there's any other genre that evolved as much as hip hop. Because like you listen to old country music to country music now and I really don't and not, I'm not a connoisseur of country music by all means I only like a couple of the joints but I don't see as big as an evolution of country music say starting from 1990 up to now as you will see with hip-hop from 1990 up until now and a lot of people will argue that hip-hop is still what it was in the 90s and then they just give whatever Hip-hop is now another name. Um, I notice a lot of people doing that because um, I was going to do a podcast on how Music Soul Child has been robbed of Grammys, and he has been robbed of Grammys. And I was looking at why he wasn't nominated for Best R&B Album certain times, and then you look and it's like, oh, they nominated him for Best Urban Alternative Album. Like, fuck is Urban Alternative? Like, when is R&B not R&B? When is it? Who came up with this? And I'm pretty sure it's not the artists who consider themselves R&B. It's the committee trying to force feed you albums they think should win, right? So, for example, music's, um, which one was it? I forget the year. And I mean, I wrote all this stuff down, but I don't have it in front of me. But it was like songs that were nominated for things twice. Like 
the year Missy Elliott came out with that Get Your Freak On song. That song was nominated for Best Rap Collaboration and Best R&B Song. And I was just like, why is this nominated for R&B and rap? Like, isn't there two different categories? Um, when they try to force feed you what they think is amazing R&B, i.e. they throw in um, Adele's thing in there for R&B and then they're just like well music had a dope ass album or somebody else had a dope album let's move them to you know urban con whatever contemporary like what are they even doing that whole thing what they're doing with hip-hop I hate that you know they just want to put in the the albums or songs that they like I don't know who votes for it I don't know how that whole thing works the committee it's a whole nother thing I'll probably research it and do a podcast episode on it But as far as hip hop, how it just evolved from what it was to what it is and what it's going to be five, 10 years from now. Right. I don't think there's another genre of music that has done that because like metal, the real metal heads will tell you metal kind of stays consistent. And then if it does change, they call it like new metal or some other kind of metal. Right. But hip hop is hip hop. And that's why a lot of people, I think it's more. Uh, conversations being had by fans of hip hop when they 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 start hating and um, you know disagreeing with the direction because if the new I mean let's be honest I'm gonna be real I'm not a fan of what people are considering hip hop now uh, these new rappers because um, there's no lyric no lyricism um, they just get a dope beat and then they just rhyme in iambic pictameter all over it. And it's sometimes like, sometimes I'm in the mood for it. Like if I'm in the gym and, and, and a dope beat comes on and I just listen to the beat, really don't listen to the words. There may be some catchy parts of the song, but I'm not really checking for Uzi Vert albums. I'm not checking for NBA, YNB, whatever, all these other dudes. Like there's so many acronyms and stuff. I'm just, I'm not checking for that stuff. Like if they have a catchy song every now and then, it may pop up on one of my stations, but Outside of that, I'm not really like looking and being like, oh, when their album drop? When is their album drop? Um, but I will not say that I do not like it. I don't hate it. I just don't prefer it. Like if it came on, I wouldn't be like, uh, cut this shit off. I digress. I, I a couple of songs I'd probably just switch right off the bat. But <laughs> um what happened tonight? Let's get back to tonight. Tonight, DJ Premier and RZA from Wu-Tang. If you don't know these two, and I'm not saying, if you're not a big fan of hip-hop, you probably aren't going to get it. Um, If you're a casual fan of hip-hop, you may know one or two of their songs, but the set list that they came out, so how these things work, they're supposed to be about 20 rounds. Each person plays 90 seconds, a 90-second clip of a song or a track or whatever that they are credited to contributing to, i.e. either writing a song, producing it, whatever. Um, so that's what happened tonight in the set list for their thing back and forth. I had to go and make a playlist of it because it was that dope. I have never sat in front of my phone for so long. Like, and just like I was not wanting to do shit. Like I could have easily just put it down, hooked it up to the Bluetooth and listen to it while I did stuff like clean, wash the dishes and stuff like that. But I did not. I had to sit there 
so I can comment. And it was a magical time. It was beautiful. And this is the one thing I will say about hip hop fans. We are some of the most arguing motherfuckers <laughs> in the world. Like hip hop is almost like politics in a sense. Um, like you got your left wing and right wing, like you got your East Coast and your West Coast, then you got Midwest and you got Dirty South, and then you got wherever you were raised is kind of like where you you gravitate to for your style of hip hop. And I just love that me being a military brat, I was never settled in a place too long. So like I can learn to appreciate East Coast rap down south, uh, Midwest, West Coast, um, wherever. You know what I'm saying? So I just love how I'm not biased. Well, I would say if I was biased to anything, it'd probably be like East Coast rap. New York uh, primarily um, because that is, I feel like that is where lyricism, I mean, people be like, it's the birthplace of hip hop, this, that, and then the third. And I'm just like, yo, but everybody I knew who was coming from New York or anywhere in that Northeast, just gritty stories and like I would just imagine like listening to their songs I can just imagine being in the thing that they're describing I wasn't really getting that from the west coast until uh Kendrick I listened to Kendrick and I was like oh my god like this dude is dope and it like down south you got outcast you got uh J. Cole now you got uh I mean, it's it's so many good artists out there now. Like for me nowadays, when I'm looking for new hip hop, I'm leaning either towards somebody out of TDE or somebody out of Dreamville, right? Um, those are the two labels that are really doing anything right now. Uh, labels used to be a thing back in the 90s, but um, Rockefeller was my label for a while, only because Jay-Z, who is my favorite artist all time. But, um, you know, it was like... I'm sorry, but I'm just, this whole thing is just amazing. Because we will argue, hip-hop heads, we will argue what's better, what's better, what's better. But after this battle, everybody, all 170 or 80,000 people who were, who was watching that live was just like, yo, the real winner tonight is hip-hop. Even though I had DJ Premier beating uh, RZA. The real winner was hip-hop because it made people realize and miss hip-hop. And that I was one of them. <laughs> I was one of them. I was so caught up in, like I said, the Dreamville movement, the TDE movement. Um, just I'm, I'm finding new artists and I'm I'm adjusting to their their sound, and I'm just like, this isn't too bad. And then I hear, you know, a DJ premiere beat. I hear the scratches. I I, I see the the showmanship of his sets. You know, because he was doing live scratching in the video. And I was like, where is this at? Where did this go? Where did this go? All these people, all these are DJ Khaled. I've never seen DJ Khaled scratch at all, unless it's like underneath his titty. You know what I'm saying? I have never seen him on a turntable with two records doing his thing. I bet he doesn't have a crate of vinyls that he can put up, set up a turntable, and do anything with. Like, I bet when he shows up, he just opens his laptop, hooks the thing up to it, and then hits play. And then just has, like, a thing to fade songs in left and right. 
I mean, if anybody I know has been to a Khaled, DJ Khaled concert or show or set or anything where he's actually scratching and you can see the scratching and him doing the thing, let me know. Because a lot of these people, DJ Snake, DJ Shadow, DJ whatever, like they're not to hit on them because they do what they do and they have fans and people love the music they make and it gets them going. So keep doing that. But when I hear DJ, I'm wanting you to get up there and be a DJ. <laughs> and DJ Premier was doing that. Even RZA had little ones and twos and he was doing some scratching. That's the stuff I missed. That, oh my God, that, that made me so happy tonight, man. And the dope thing is, my people at 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 that feeling, these people love music too. These people love hip hop. These people love soul. They love R and B. They love neo soul. I mean, they they understand music. So it was just amazing to see, to listen to that. And then the best part is, so I'm in this hip hop group on Facebook, and. Like this whole battle's going on and nobody's saying anything in this group. Everybody's doing their own individual posts. So I just post something in a group like, are y'all watching this battle, bro? And then everybody just jumped in and we were having legit great conversation in a group where, I mean, the activities here or there, but something like that. I mean, it was a movement. People were just like, yo, I've been watching this for the last three hours. I have not moved. I have not. And I'm like, me neither. And just coming together, just... This this whole episode is pretty much like me confessing my love to hip hop. <laughs> and I never really wanted to do some shit like that because, you know, you have all the, you know, brown sugar. I remember the day I fell in love with hip hop. You know, I didn't want to be corny like that. But man, if anything could make me be like, oh, my God, I love hip hop. It was tonight. Um. I just remember listening to to Gangstar, which was a guru, and DJ Premier. They had a group, bro. They, God, man, like if, I mean, just one track. Just listen to one track. Um, just Google songs by DJ Premier, and then just Google. Oh my God! And there were songs that I didn't even know RZA had a part of, like uh, the intro to Kanye's Twisted Dark Fantasy. Yo. He played that. I'm like, was that you? Was that you? Because I just remember him from the night, the Wu-Tang beats, you know? And then he, he's still out here doing these beats, man. I forgot all about RZA. And he, he reminded me, oh, I do hip-hop too, my guy. And, oh, my God. I just can't. I just can't believe how dope tonight was. And I thought the Timberland and Swiss Beats one was good. Um, we had a couple songwriters, uh, Jonta Austin and Neo. They went back to back with songs that they they were credited for writing. Um, I mean, like monster hits, Beyonce, Rihanna. Uh, I mean, they just write for everybody, my guy. Um, I know Babyface was supposed to do one. Um, like I said, T Pain and and Little John did it, and that one was pretty good because that took me back because they they were coming out with some songs when I was early into the the military and then a few when I was over in uh, Korea the first time. So all the songs that I would hear, like if I went to a a bar or something like that. So, but 
tonight, tonight's one was probably the most. I mean, it didn't have all the views that T Pain and Little Johns were supposed to have, and I, I'm cool with that because I felt like it was a more intimate vibe. And the only people that were in the room were people who fucked with hip hop, right? A lot of people in the Little John and T Pain one, they were in there because, you know, the <sighs> apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. I mean, nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you're in a club and you're drinking and you're in your zone, cool. But like, hip hop is some shit like you just vibe to when you're just doing whatever. I mean, you just can't apple bottom jeans. Like, sometimes I don't, I don't need that energy right there. But hip hop is always. I don't know. Like, you just get your head bobbing. You just like, oh, my God, this beat is ugh. <laughs> this, that exact word, ugh. That's the stuff you do when you hear good hip hop. You just, ooh, what? Ugh. Like, the the beat is so nice, and then the way the MC just finesses it with his lyrics. Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm just, I just had to. Had to share this with y'all, man. And like I said, not a lot of people would would understand this. But the ones who are listening to it and who fuck with hip hop, they all know what I'm talking about. I'm not trying to sell anybody new on hip hop. This is just me using my platform to let all of y'all know. Hip hop is probably the best genre of music out there. Close second is R&B. But man, 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 man. Like I cannot, I cannot wait to listen to this playlist. And then like I'm just adding more and more songs. Like I'm just Googling what what else did RZA touch? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What else did he touch? What else can I can I discover from these cats? Um and then the thing was after like what can top this? What can top this? And I was chatting with the dudes in my group and a friend of mine, because I was like, I think Kanye and Pharrell might be dope. But I mean they're Pharrell is kind of spread all over the place. Um, but I mean, that dude's a genius. And then Kanye, who was also a genius. And then uh, a friend of mine was like, nah, let's do 90s hip hop versus 2000s hip hop. Right. So Dre versus Kanye, best of the 90s, best of 2000s. And I was like, yo, I would lose my mind over something like that, man. (laughs) I would lose my collective shit if that was one of the battles. I don't know who's coming next. But man, I just, you know, if they can make that happen, I don't know how it works. Because Timberland and Swiss Beats, apparently they're the ones who reach out to artists to see if they can do this. God, this drink is so good. But not as good as that set that was tonight. (laughs) Oh my God. Like it was, like I wish my wife was not at work and she was here. I would have made her watch that and forced her to love hip hop the way I do. But I digress. Um, they, yeah, I'm I'm sorry, but hip hop is amazing. Hip hop is amazing. Um, and I was sitting here trying to think, like the those two producers. I'm trying to think who would be my favorite all time producer when it came to hip hop. And I'm thinking, like, I mean, it's so many to choose from. And I was like, I was just going to make a list, but I'm not going to put myself on the spot like that. Like, that would be something I have to sit and think about before going out there. Because right now I'm in my emotions, and I'd be like, DJ Premier is probably, if if I had to make a hip-hop song to have the feel of what I believe hip-hop to be, it would have to, it would have to be DJ Premier. 
it would have to be DJ Premier. And and I'll say this as well. A lot of people who know me, I just told you guys too. Jay-Z is my, my all-time favorite MC, all-time favorite rapper. Um, and that'll never change. Uh, that was a pun because he has a song called Never Change. <laughs> if you was a hip-hop head, you would know that. But they played, like, I think two or three songs each when they made a beat for Nas. And it made me realize, like, I just keep forgetting how nice Nas is. <laughs> I keep forgetting how nice Nas is, nasty Nas is, when you get him on the right beat. And that's what a lot of MCs, that's how I figure out who's an MC and who is not. Like, if DJ Premier Ariza gives you a beat and you cannot spit on it or you don't know what to do with it, I probably can't fuck with you. You know, the worst, like, the worst person I have heard on a DJ Premier beat, outside of Christina Aguilera, Aguilera, because I I forgot DJ Premier produced a song for her, but uh, Ludacris has a song, MVP, on his Theater of the Mind album, and he has a DJ Premier beat, and it is not, he... He tried, right? Because, I mean, he's not really giving a lot of his beats to to Southern rappers. So I appreciate the attempt on that Ludacris, but it was not a good song. Um, He, let me move this mic closer. I'm trying to sit back so y'all can see this dope-ass shirt. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I love Waldo. I like this shirt. Um, But, like, if you cannot spit... On a DJ Premier beat, I assume that hip-hop is not you. You are not hip-hop. And that's not to say that I don't appreciate people who don't. Like, I haven't heard Kendrick Lamar on a DJ Premier beat, and I love Kendrick Lamar. J. Cole, um, uh, Joyner, speaking of Joyner, like, I love Joyner Lucas. He's doing his thing. I wasn't as high on his new album as I was on his first one. But, I mean, there, there are artists... I love, and I love when they come out with music, but it's something like when you can get on a premiere beat and and just and just go to work, go to work, just come with some lyrics and 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 make magic and just make magic. <laughs> that is all I need from you. Get on a beat, a basic beat, some drums, snares hi-hats, some scratches, maybe a sample from here or there, and then you're in there. But everything else, I don't know. And, like, I talked about it with my friend uh, Denise on, on my previous podcast or on my, my other episodes, but um, there is just something about music today. It's, uh, like, DJ Khaled. Like, nothing, take nothing from him. He's hustling and everything, but, like, his shit just don't, it don't move me, like, certain eras and, and periods and it's probably because that's when i was raised and that's when i first started listening to hip-hop so i understand i'm not expecting people who were born after that era to to just be like yeah fuck what's going on today i'm listening to shit that came out before i was born you know and that's cool because what got me to listen to music from my mom and dad's time is i would listen to music 
that I was listening to, and they would sample stuff from that time, and there we go. <laughs> then I'm listening to the original, like, oh, this is dope. Um, and then also I follow a comedian online, uh, Spice Adams, used to be an NFL player, but uh, he does these little segments, Spice Sampled, where uh, he plays songs that were sampled in the modern music. So he would turn on his radio thinking that it's the new song when it's really the original song. And he'd be like, what the hell is this? You know, so um, that's pretty funny and, and original. I love it. And man, dude, like I, I'm just almost speechless at uh, the what I saw tonight. Um, it wasn't even a show. It was nothing broadcast. It wasn't a movie. It was a movement uh, that hip hop is still here. Uh, I'm glad to see that those two are still doing well. And then they had unreleased music, so more music. That's how I know God's real. That's how I know God and Jesus is real. Because they they know your boy. They know your boy love that shit. They know your boy love that music. And they like, yo, 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 I got you. I got you, Will. Mac, hey, my boy, I got you. (sighs) I love hip-hop, guys. Anyway. On to some announcements. Um, I know I posted that I was going to be live last Thursday um, with my friend Jeff Norris uh, doing some comedy um, on his IG live. Um, he's doing it for a good cause, too. There's a lot of comedians up in a Cincinnati area where he's at now um, who really were making most of their money doing comedy. And um, they're kind of struggling right now. They're doing things Uber. Uh, Instacart, things like that. And he's just going to do like a comedy thing, start a uh, a Venmo or a fundraiser kind of thing for him. Um, I'll repost a new time. It's supposed to be this Thursday coming up the 15th on his IG live. Um, I'm going to just tell, you know, a story from from my childhood because I guess that's what's popping right now. Actually, it's the only funny thing I could think of is my life. There's nothing more funny than my life right now. And also, I can't get in trouble for talking about my life. So there we go. So that should be coming up. Um, also, expect me to reach out to um, my classmates from my uh, comedy class because I'll probably have them on a few episodes seeing how, you know, this Zoom thing is what's happening. So we can all jump in here. And if I can't get them all at once, probably onesie twosies. I just want to talk to them all and then give them the chance to kind of talk to y'all um so you can meet them hear their stories and and you know hopefully i can put you on the next wave of great comedians that are coming out uh of arizona the west valley west side west valley over here in uh phoenix but um outside of that that's all i've been up to um again i'll keep you guys in the loop i may have to start doing some uh open mics or just not really open mics, just telling jokes, editing them, throwing them on YouTube, see what you guys feel about them. Um, I can't do it live. Um, like I said, it's just not the same when there's no audience laughing. Because for me, like I was nervous up there until I heard that audience laugh for the first time. And I was like, bam, I got you now. Hooks are in. Fangs are in. I got you right where I want you. You hear a lot of comedians talking about that, like uh, having an audience right where you want them. Like when you know the audience is feeling you and, and, and you and the audience got a connection and, and you actually 
you know, know that they're feeling what you're saying, like they bought in to what you're saying, bro, it feels good. Ah, almost like an orgasm. Not as good, though. Maybe. Depends on the kind of sex you're having. Anyway, that is all I got. Like I said, I'm trying to keep these short. Um, so, again, installment of I said what I said, don't at me. Hosted by me, Mac, a.k.a. your boy. And presented by the great people. The dope as fuck people of that Feeling Podcast Network. Um, managed by my boy, Black Mac. Um, and then, of course... Like I said, content for days. Go check it out. And I will talk to you guys later. If there's anything that y'all need from me, please don't forget to highlight your boy. And y'all stay safe in these trying times. All right? Take care. Peace.